The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, y'all. This is Houseguest, and I am your host, Kenzie Elizabeth. Think a Gen Z wannabe Martha Stewart meets Dolly Parton trying to live in a Nancy Myers movie in her 20s. We talk all about life, relationships, navigating your 20s, closing out the bars, or waking up at 5 a.m., depending on our vibe that week. Ultimately, living our best lives and figuring it out along the way. So come hang out. Sometimes I have guests on who do really cool things, some of my best friends, or it's just me and my house that I spend way too much time in. So let's get into the show. Hi, y'all. Welcome back to the show. Or if you are new here, my name is Kenzie Elizabeth, and I am the host of the House Guest Podcast. Today, we have Claire Koob Smith on the show. I'm so excited. I love her so much. She is an amazing TikTok. I've been a loyal follower far before we became friends. She's from Louisiana. She's living in Dallas. She's married to a Rangers player. She has very girly style. We have bows everywhere if y'all are watching on YouTube. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to remind you all that Houseguest merch is available. It's a very, very cute little sweat set. And it also makes for a great gift. You know what else makes for a great gift? The dinner cards from my brand, which is friend of mine. For those of y'all who are asking about our recipe journals, we are restocking. I don't know exactly the day as I'm recording this super far in advance. So follow us on Instagram at shop friend of mine, and that'll be where we will be keeping you guys up to date. There will be a restock in December, but it's a little bit of a pre-order. Since it is the holiday season, we're going to be doing a little giveaway. So I'm going to be giving away a $100 gift card to my brand, friend of mine, which also everything there makes for the perfect holiday gifts. So all you have to do is go comment the bow emojis on the photo that I posted on my Instagram and the Houseguest Instagram. It's a little collaborative post of me and Claire promoting this episode. I will announce the winner on Instagram on December 21st, so a week from today. So yeah, without further ado, let's get into the episode. Wow, people, we're here today. Okay, <laughs> We have made it. <laughs> if you guys saw what we just went through in the past 30 minutes, first off, uh, thank you for being so patient with our technical difficulties no here in the studio. We have Claire on. It's a big day for you. It is. And everyone's really excited. It's like everyone's favorite Dallas girly. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my God. I'm <laughs> oh, by the way, we have Dallas news that we wanted to give you. And I was going to declare off air. And this is a big announcement. It's I will say. Huge announcement. My husband will be excited about this announcement. It's huge. And if you guys need something to talk about at the dinner table, this is a good thing to bring up. Ralph's, you know, the Starbucks at Highland Park Village. Yes. Okay. I got, you know, caught wind that it was closing in February. And I was Shoot. like, oh my God, wait, I'm actually really sad. And we went, Macy and I were kind of mourning it. We're like, do we have a funeral? Like, what do we do? Then we Googled what was replacing it. Quickly, all of our tears dried up. It's Ralph's that's coming there. I will literally be spending all my money there. Do you like, think? That it's going to beat Sedell's for me. Totally. Like I go to Sedell's for a cute, fine, happy little coffee. No, this will top that. I go to Sedell's for like a $45 bagel and what? to leave after being robbed. Okay. <laughs> let's talk about Sedell's prices. Like, let's just really quickly. And listen, I like Sedell's. I don't, and they, you know what? They've been kind to me. Okay. I'm not trying to. And I really do like them. It's less about the dinner prices. It's more about the to-go coffee and bagel prices. Not even coffee prices. No, bagel prices. I think the question is, why are you going to Sedell's for dinner? Well, I don't go there for dinner. Okay. Okay. And I'm, I'm talking about a, a sit-down meal versus yeah, 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 yeah. a bagel to-go. Have you ever got a bagel to-go there? No, I have not. Actually. Okay, well, you do that and then you let me know what your bank account looks like after. Okay, is it going to be one of those things where my husband tells me I'm never allowed to do that ever again? Yes, and honestly, before you even do it. It's because you're not sitting down and so then you get the price and you're like, wow. Like this was a to-go bagel. 
Yeah, this was and a it was a forty five dollar. Does it have totally gold sprinkles on top of it? No, like when it I should. and then it's like another twenty five percent tip. And then after you just leave feeling so defeated. Have you been to the new Shugs? No, I haven't. It's on my list. You know what's crazy? I've never been ever. Okay. I like Dallas, Dallas, Dallas as I am. Never been. I have had traumatic experiences with Shugs. I love Mm -hmm. bagels. We love bagels. Like when we go to New York, we are always getting bagels and pizza. Like that is Mm -hmm. the menu the entire week. And we ordered it one day for the first time. Just hung over, got it delivered. Literally two hours later, it came out. Two. Oh. I was like, okay, this is ruining it for me. Like, it took two hours. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'm like a little scared to go to like a drive through now because I'm like, yeah, are you, are you be speeding up this car? process? Like, is it going to be like a Starbucks where no, 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 I can go through? I'm more concerned that you're going to be trapped in the parking lot. No, <laughs> no I know. Like, it's going to be a whole event, to, I feel like, to go to Shook's. I haven't tried it yet, so I don't know. We what should the go together and like TikTok it and try yes. it because for that like a little race. You know, I've, isn't that crazy? Like, who am Wait, I? You've I literally, never been to Eatsy? Isn't that bizarre? I know. What? I know it's so crazy. Okay. It's, I've been everywhere. I'm the one who gives all the recs and I have not been. I love it. It is so intimidating. Okay. Can <laughs> you take me for my first time? <laughs> I still get intimidated. <laughs> okay, I go in there. That is one of those places where you will never know how to order or what to order unless you hear somebody. Okay. Like there's no like, do you want your salad chopped, leafed up, whatever mix? You just have to literally listen to how people are ordering It's things. kind of intuitive. No. And I'm like, okay, every single time I'm going to order, I'm like, what does the person order in front of me? I heard a girl say chop. And I was like, oh, I want that. <laughs> I want a salad chop, but I don't know that I can say I, chop. I'm the girl that copies everyone's order at their restaurant as is because I don't like to look at a menu. I'm not going to plan my meal before I get there. I'm very like, and I'm talking, you know, like yeah, I talk no. too much to even have time to look at the menu. So I just copy people. I'm, that's where we're different. Yeah. I know what I'm getting before I go to a restaurant. Like days before or day of? Day of. I mean, okay. I'll look at, no, like I was booking a reservation, not this weekend, but the next weekend for mm-hmm. like me and my parents. And I'm already looking at the menu and I already know what I want. Just because oh, no, I was like fair. booking the reservation, looking at the menu is totally. kind of simultaneously figuring it out. And I'm think like, I'm like, in the minority on that. I think you are. I think that's like yeah. way more normal. I didn't realize people did that until like TikTok. Yeah. Who called it out? What was it? Tinks? I think Probably. Tinks was the one that called it out and was like, if you don't know what you're ordering before, you're a serial killer. <laughs> yeah, apparently I am. Like, <laughs> I just don't, I don't know. But then I will go to the same <laughs> restaurant over and over and over again. So that just, I don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. That is something that I'm, we're trying to do. Is not go to the same restaurant. Mm-hmm. Oh, because so. I feel like we don't eight months out of the year we don't have that much time to get a restaurant, and we would always just go to like Las Palmas, Las Palmas, Hudson House, Eatsies. I'm like, we have got to try. We are too new to Dallas to to go to the same three restaurants. Mm-hmm. Like, like we gotta totally. Gotta I'm saying that picky. I literally have a Hudson House reservation for eight tonight. <laughs> So it's fine. But before we like continue on this podcast, I did want to let you know, did you notice that my I'm wearing bow earrings for I you? Did. And if you guys are watching on YouTube, we have our bow wine glasses. <laughs> Claire's drinking kombucha. <gasps> I'm drinking Olipop. It's very good. Oh my God. What flavor is this? Oh, I'm glad you like it. I think it's like ginger lemon health aid. I was worried you weren't so going to like it. No, I'm, I like all mine. Okay, perfect. So I will have already introduced you at this point, but you're quite the TikTok star. 
Thanks. And people, they just, the people want to know more about you and yes. your life journey. Cause here's the yeah. thing, like on YouTube and podcasting, like they know everything about me because mm-hmm. I've been doing it. And you know, I talk for an hour all the time, but with TikToks, they're very short. They are And you short. do share a lot and you do a great job with it, but they just want to know more about like life before social media. You know, and that's why I liked YouTube just mm-hmm. because I feel like I could talk for 30 minutes, whereas TikTok, it's like, okay, they have the 10-minute feature, but it's like, who wants to watch yeah, totally. a vertical form of 10 minutes, you know? But I just, I don't have the patience for YouTube. Like, the you, YouTube, the podcast, I just, I was, I, I gave up. They're in the bag. It's not for you. No. I mean, I wish, but I just, I'm like, no. I'd rather this be more fun than stressful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and literally... We just spent 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I was reconfirmed the technology. <laughs> yeah. I just, no. Totally. So how did TikTok start for you? It was accident. Did not plan. Obviously, I saw it happening and I was like, I'm going to take advantage of it. But no, I was going to dental school. I had graduated college right when COVID hit. Had a gap year for dental school. So I was starting school in July. But then I got married. So that whole year of my gap year, I was doing baseball life. So I just was traveling with Josh, my husband, and started posting about my wedding, started posting about like for fun. Wedding, I did like Whole30. That's what I really started with. It, started with. Like Whole30 whole 30 was the very beginning for me. How did that go? I you? just sucks. It's <laughs> That's tough. It's intense. I will say it's a discipline check, which mm-hmm. I think that's what I liked the most about it was like the discipline of it, which is weird. But started with that, went into wedding, went into baseball life because I wanted to be like, might as well show it. Nobody knows what it is. Yeah. I didn't know what it is going into it. I knew nobody talking about the minor leagues. And it was an experience. It was great content because (laughs) of the situations we were in. But yeah, that's how I started. And then when school came around to leave to go to school, I was like, "Mm, I'm going to push it back a year. Yeah. told my mom and my dad was going to push it back here, my papa. And I was like, in my head, I, was like, I knew I just it wasn't didn't really want to do it. And then it took off and I was like, never have to go. Well, there you go. I'd still be in school right now. I think I'd be in year three right now. I just can't picture that for you. No. But I like, I was a schoolgirl. Like, I liked I see school. That. I liked school. Me now, I could never imagine going back to school. Never. I think one, that gap year really messed me up. Totally. But also, like, I started a whole nother life of baseball life. So, like, I got, like, a glimpse of it. And I was like, I don't want to throw it away. But, oh, my God. I'm so glad I didn't do it. Like, I see so you glad. with all your, like, color-coordinated notebooks yeah. and binders <laughs> and pens me. and the bows that all over them. That was me. That was me, like, absolutely to a T. Y'all, Christmas is right around the corner. And it is time to get some gifts. If y'all have not already done your holiday shopping, this is your sign to get on it because it is coming up so soon. We are what? Like, oh my God, we're like 11 days away as this episode goes up, okay? I have the place that you really should be doing your holiday shopping because there is something for everyone. That is Sunglass Hut. I love Sunglass Hut. If y'all listened to our gift guide episode earlier this week, you would know. I had such a fabulous experience with the workers there. They were so kind and so knowledgeable. I feel like I don't necessarily know what will look good on my face shape. You know, like sunglasses are very personal and the staff there is very knowledgeable and they can tell you what fits 
whatever face type it is, you know? So for whoever you're shopping for, whether it's your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, your friend, your boyfriend, like whoever, coworker, it doesn't matter. They have something for you. And the workers there can help you so much. So to find the solution to all of y'all's gifting woes, go to Sunglass Hut, okay? I found all of the shades of holiday at Sunglass Hut. All of the shades of holiday are actually available only at Sunglass Hut. So no matter what they're into, they have a style that will fit them, right? So they have styles from the biggest brands like Prada, Dolce & Gabbana, Versace, Ray-Ban, Oakley, and Burberry. Their wide range of sunglasses just covers some of the hottest brands like Prada, Dolce & Gabbana, Versace, Ray-Ban, Oakley, Burberry. There's also 10 shades that are only available at Sunglass Hut, and they are sick. They also have a gift guide section where you can browse gifts based on look, fit, lifestyle, brand, and more. I feel like they've basically done the shopping for us, okay? Their gift guide is a place to find gifts for everyone. They're also the ideal gifting destination because they have customization and engraving options, which I love for a gift. I feel like that's really going like the extra step that makes the gift so much more personable. So they have a very knowledgeable store staff. As you guys know, I love them. They were so nice very expert sales associates and their latest technology, both online and in store. Okay. So talk to their expert sales associates or try out their latest technology, both online and in store. Their personalized services make holiday shopping a total breeze with services like buy now, pay later, their son at love protection plan, repair services, free fitting and adjustment and replacement coverage. So head on over to Sunglass Hut and discover their special selection of shades in store and on sunglasshut.com. That is the perfect gift for everyone this holiday. Head over to your nearest store or go online to sunglasshut.com and check out their unique selection of shades available only at Sunglass Hut. Y'all are going to love what you find. Visit them in store or online. Sunglass Hut is the destination for all of your holiday gifting needs. Hi, friends. I'm Cameron Rogers, host of Freckle Foodie and Friends podcast, which is now on Dear Media. Are you wondering what just happened to your life after having a baby or struggling with your mental health during postpartum? That was me just a few months ago. Are you working on healing your relationship with yourself, your body, and or food? Same. We are all on a journey to self-love and acceptance, and I am right there with you. That's what Freckle Foodie and Friends is all about, reminding you that no matter what, you are not alone. Make sure to tune in for season five, launching with Dear Media on November 9th and subscribe to listen to new episodes every Wednesday morning. My like 15 year old self is fangirling right now because Urban Outfitters is now a sponsor of the podcast. I have loved Urban Outfitters for as long as I can remember. I actually just got a shipment from them. I got really cute pajamas that I will be wearing all holiday season, but I'll also be wearing to my Christmas pajama party that I am hosting. And I even got this t-shirt. This is I Heart Texas. So cute. Okay. I love Urban and they are amazing for gifts. I have always gone on like when I am creating gift guides, I love to browse like certain websites and see their stuff to see what I should add to like my gift guides. And Urban honestly is the first place I go because they have always had the best gifts. You guys can celebrate the special people in your life with the best holiday gifts at Urban Outfitters. They have gifts for her, gifts for him, and they also separate it by price and they share their top picked gifts for you. So those are amazing because they're obviously at the top of the list for a reason. If you know a Texas girl, get the I Heart Texas t-shirt. It's so cute. I also got these little bow candles, which is perfect for my Clara listeners today. They have bow candles right now in Urban. They are the cutest thing ever. They also have really cute pillows and blankets right now. They just, oh my God, their gifts are amazing. 
And the way they organize it like takes out all the guessing work for y'all. It's just the best stuff ever. So if you're not sure where to start, browse their holiday gift guide to pick out the perfect thing for everyone on your list. You can also shop their most loved brands or find unique picks that will always make them think of you. Whether you want something cozy like a throw blanket or a warm sweater or something more unexpected, you can find it at Urban Outfitters. And while you're shopping, add in the gift that everyone wants, Urban Outfitters gift cards. So shop UrbanOutfitters.com and receive an additional 10% off when you use the code Kenzie10 at checkout. That is so exciting, guys. Again, shop UrbanOutfitters.com and receive an additional 10% off when you use the code Kenzie10 at checkout. Y'all, I cannot believe that I have an Urban Outfitters code. Again, that is Kenzie10, okay? Happy shopping. Let me know what you guys get. For the people who don't know, where did you grow up and where did you end up going to school? We are both from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I went to TCU my freshman year of college. I like to call it my little trial and error phase. <laughs> Didn't work. Went back to LSU for the remainder. Remainder. Did you have a good college experience? Like, were you a college girl? Yeah. I mean, I liked it, but I'm not my freshman year. My freshman year, my mom would literally text me and be like, I put money in your account. Go buy an outfit to force me to go out. And I'd be like, nah. Like, <laughs> I mean, no, I thanks. still like went out and had fun and like partied with my college friends. But I was just like, this is not the place for me. And I knew it. I was trying to make it work, but I just knew. So I like didn't really like feed that much into it. But then when I went back to LSU, I mean, it's hard not to be yeah college girl, party girl at, at LSU. LSU. Yeah, totally. I, yeah. No. At what point did you decide to transfer? I would say definitely Christmas break. I was like, mom, I don't want to go back. And she forced me to go back. And then I'm pretty sure I remember, I remember, I think it was like around my birthday, which is March 26th. So like middle of second semester, my mom called me and she was like, you do know that I get every notification for the credit card. I was like, what are you talking about? And she was like, do you want to explain this $40 LSU application fee? I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so like I literally was like, I'm done. But I left that year, didn't tell any of my friends, didn't tell my roommate. Wow. But when I called my room, because like my roommate was in my wedding. Like okay. we were blind setting up, but we met each other and we were like, how is this a match? Like it was insane how perfect it was. And we were like, we we're both going to meet each other's weddings. But when I called her that summer to tell her I wasn't coming back, she was like, yeah, I know. I knew you weren't coming back. I was like, what? How? <laughs> she like, Claire, like, come on. Yeah. So everyone was on too. I definitely had like the feeling going into Christmas break became a reality. Like when I went back. Yeah. And it's not that I didn't have fun. I met like my best friends my freshman year. It's just the whole as a collective, I think the school's so dang small. I felt like I was going back into high school or a smaller high school. I literally missed a class one time and my professor emailed me and was like, where are you? I was like, uh-uh. You would die. This is my college experience. We like weren't allowed to miss. School. It was horrible. <laughs> I, I wouldn't recommend no. it. But I want to talk about Josh too because you guys like, honestly are kind of like a miraculous couple <laughs> like this like doesn't happen like actually your I know I've said this to you before your life is like one of those like YA or like smut novels where you like <laughs> get back together with like your high school like sweetheart and then he ends up making it to the major leagues like when I tell you there were times where we were in it but we like we were going through it through it but like deep down, we both knew that like, mm, 
we're going to end up together. So it doesn't matter. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. why I think we kind of like lingered for so long because we were like, we know what how this is going to end. We don't really want to start back up right now because, well, not me. Him. Wait, OK, like lingered, like explain, <sighs> to the, explain to the viewers. OK, let's start. We're at very beginning. Freshman year of high school. I had another boyfriend and I met him at the dance before school had even started. And he immediately the whole year was just like texting me, calling me whenever we were at like football games. He was like coming up to me. And you still had a boyfriend? Yes, full blown. I would literally break up with my boyfriend, go to date Josh. Josh be like, you know, obviously just wanting to hook up. And I'm like, no, like I was innocent, innocent Mm -hmm. in high school. And that's what he said. He like how he first liked me because he's like, oh, I liked how you were so innocent. I'm like, what? Okay, weird. I did that so many times back and forth. My, I literally feel so much guilt about that poor ex wife because of that. Public apology, you know? Like, oh, and he lives in Dallas too. Shut up. Yeah. Do you guys ever run into him? I've never ran into him. Now that I said that, you will. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> but we did that until end of sophomore year. I was like, all right, screw it. I actually do like this guy. I can't run away from him anymore. And then we started dating junior year, senior year. I broke up with him to go to TCU. He Good was for playing. you. I was like, I've never been single. I went into high school with a boyfriend. Who does that? Like, I had an eighth grade boyfriend. Uh, so actually, I did too. Did you? Like, I just, but like, how long did that last? A little bit. Not that long. Mine, I mean, I broke, we broke. <laughs> you know, I mean, yours is really all over the place. <laughs> but, so I was like, I want to be single for once. I was essentially running away from home. So I was like, I want to have like a fresh start. And it just backfired on me because I was there for a month. I called him after a month. Like, I wouldn't text call him. Like, I wouldn't communicate with him. And I called him after a month and he answered. He's like, hello. And I, was, and I just like, no, like I, I like literally tried to get back together with him. And he would not get back together with me for two freaking years. Was it because <laughs> he was mad that you broke up with him or was it because he was also in college? No, he was definitely butthurt. Because to this day, he's always like, whenever we're talking about the story, like if we were just like at dinner telling yeah. you, he would chime in and be like, yeah, well, she broke up with me though. Like, <laughs> no, I genuinely think he was butthurt. But no, he he had his college. Yeah. He was also a freshman playing at LSU baseball yeah. starting. So he's a very humble guy, but I will always tell him freshman year, he, your head grew a little bit. A little bit. But it, it, it went back down. Yeah. So he wouldn't get back together with me. And then I will never forget. I... <laughs> I transferred, decided to come home without telling him. I didn't even tell him. I was about to ask that. Okay. I did not Good. tell him. I am leaving my therapist's office mm-hmm. after just talking about him, literally. And he texts me as I'm pulling out of her driveway and was like, I have a question. And it's like seven texts. It's my favorite screenshot. Are you coming back to LSU? No, seriously, just answer me. Are you coming back to LSU? Come on, we can go to lunch if you just answer me. I'm like, you little shithead. Like, what do you mean we can go to lunch if I just answer your text? Like, like dangling like a carrot. Uh-huh. Literally. Wait, so how did he know that you were coming back to LSU? I guess it just got, I don't know. I guess word got out. I mean, we went to the same high school. So yeah. it's like, you know, but he still didn't get back to get me for a year. So how'd you end up like making that happen? There was a pivotal moment mm-hmm. where it was the one time I ever said no. Like one time. I'm like, so all I had to do was say a two letter word and then we would have never broken up ever again. I said no once. I went to his house and I basically was just like, you're so different. And I took back every single thing I'd ever given him in his entire life. I was psychotic of me. 
I mean, I you're like a mover at that open point. his drawers and I was <laughs> plucking <laughs> shirts, boxers, golf clubs, Apple Watch. I took a painting off of their apartment wall. He lived in an apartment with five people. I took the painting off of the wall. It was a dog pile of like LSU. He lived with all players. Mm-hmm. Took it off the wall, said no. A week later, we got back together and never broke up. And so, then a year later, we got engaged. So did you give him his stuff back? Or? <laughs> yeah, I gave it back eventually. Mm-hmm. But no, I said no and played hard to get once and it worked. So it is, advice. <laughs> it is crazy because it actually does work. I mean, it's insane. It works if it's the right person. Yeah. You know, obviously there's going to be times that you say no and they don't care. But I feel like if you are giving someone too much access when they don't have, like if it's a title that you want or whatever it is, why would he change his behavior yeah. when you're not changing your behavior? You know yeah. what I mean? We flipped. So in high school, he was more obsessed and I was more like, whatever. And then in college, it was the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. So it was so weird. So I'm like, wow, I just needed to go back to that high school once. There you go. Yeah. Did your, because it was like so back and forth, did anyone in your life feel some type of a way? Or were no. they all just like, you guys will be fine? No. All of our families still loved the other one, Mm -hmm. no matter what bad thing we did, no matter how many times Josh teased me, broke it up, broke off with me, all these things in college, my family was to this day, just like excuse, excuse. I was like, I'm the one sobbing over here and y'all are still obsessing over him. No, like there was never an issue with the other one in our parents' eyes. Okay. Now that's actually really helpful though. Yeah, you I know? mean, now it's amazing. At the time, it's really annoying. I, it's so annoying. <laughs> like, But now it's good. One time, he broke it off right before his family was going to my parents' beach house. Mm. And uh, I told his mom, and she was livid. And she was, it was over like, what is the October break called? Fall break. Fall, Fall break. break. So she was like, just come to the beach, our my parents' beach house with them. She's like, just come to the beach with us. She was like, I'm not going to tell Josh's dad because he will literally freak out. We'll tell him whenever you get here. So I was like, okay. Like they were mad at him for breaking it off with me. Mm-hmm. I get there. We tell the dad. His dad calls Josh. <laughs> like, if you, like, why would you do that? We're literally at her parents' <laughs> beach house. And he was like, if you do this again, I will literally cut off your credit card. Like he was yeah. like, I will cut off your money if you keep doing this to her. I was like, Yes, Mr. Scott. Thank you. But that's actually really cute. (laughs) Yeah, no. Because I think everyone knew. Everyone involved knew that, like, we were going to end up together. Which I think is also what made it scary a lot. And, like, made us do roller coasters. Because, I mean, like, hello, we're 16, 18 years old. And you know you're going to spend the rest of your life with someone. Like, that's kind of scary. Yeah, that is crazy. Like, So you feel like they knew that young? Yeah. Like, everyone kind of knew. Yeah. Wow. Which I would say was a root for everything. But I mean, I will say, if we didn't go through that, like we needed that. Well, especially even with the lifestyle that you guys live now, I feel yeah. like it's helpful because it is like chaotic and all over the place and it makes you guys really strong Yes, to start with. You know yes, what I mean? Yes, 100%. I want to go into just like the MLB lifestyle. People had so many questions about it. I feel like it would give me so much anxiety. Oh my God. Because I don't know if you guys know this, but like there are... 3,000 baseball games a year. Like there's, besides the travel, just games alone versus any other sport. It's really intense. So from your perspective, like what is it like being kind of like the first lady of the MLB? (laughs) (laughs) Every veteran wife, if they see this, is going to kill me. (laughs) I feel like I have a really good 
outlook on it and approach on it, we both are just very in the moment. And I mean, I know people who were not like that and like they struggle with the lifestyle. We are so in the moment that I feel like it allows us to really enjoy what's happening. And like last year he debuted, but then he got sent back down to the minor leagues once. And most people like that, it was like, would have been the end of the world. And like, yes, it's tough, but we're also like, you just debuted. You're 24, 25. And we always do that like, this isn't the end. Like, I just feel like we had our minds right before everything happened. And I will say like the minor leagues, just going with the flow with that and just not trying to be a psycho planner like I was coming out of college. I had to change my whole whole way that I work. Like I was a planner, obviously dental school. Like Mm -hmm. that's why I feel like I liked it because it was a plan. This is what year one, year two, year three, year four looks like. You cannot do that in baseball life. Like cannot. So I feel like having those minor league years where we were just whatever happens, happens just really set us up for the high of MLB because you're on a high, but then if you get sent back down, it's like, holy crap. Can you go into that more? Because I feel like people don't realize how common it is to go back and forth between both leagues. It is so common. So you start from the minor leagues. There's four levels now. There used to be five. There's four now. And you don't have to go through every single one. Basically, you get called up, but you're not on contract. So they can call you up and send you back down two days later. Like, it's just not guaranteed until, see, this is where I still get confused as well. I think like three years after you make your debut of like full years of service, you go into arbitration, but like you can still be bumped down. You are not guaranteed until you have a contract, which once you get to contract level, that's like after being in the league for like, so it's insane. Like you can't get a contract regardless off the bat. It has to be. So like this spring training, which is basically like pre-practice before the season starts, it's two months every single year, February, March. Josh has to make the big league team again. That is crazy. So like this house that we yeah, <laughs> like it's really just our off-season house, but he doesn't know like if he'll start back in the minor leagues in AAA or he could get traded. You are not guaranteed until you have a contract, which you have to go through three years, pre-arbitration, arbitration, then you become a free agent and then that's when you get a contract right now it's like the math meme in my head i'm like i i know we talked about this by the way he plays for the rangers if yes. we didn't say that already so he has to try out again for the rangers or he's trying out for any team for the rangers okay if he doesn't get traded so like he goes to the rangers spring training but like minor leagues and major league players that are all there so like we've always gone to spring trainings but yeah. it's never like trying to make the team because you're in the minor leagues you're just, you're just, spring training is fun if you're in the minor leagues. It's, and we're in Arizona. It's so like, we're going to Scottsdale. Mm. We're going to all the restaurants. We're going out where last year he was trying to make the team. It was business. It was serious. It was grind because he was with all the other big league guys. And there's a certain amount of like roster spots. So it was intense. It was intense. Oh, my God. But it made it so much fun whenever we found out that he did make the team. Well, for sure. But just yeah. the stress before, it's crazy. So he, okay, so he has to try it again for the Rangers. Yes. But he could be traded. Yeah. And you just don't know. How long is the baseball season? Like, let's say, God forbid, he gets traded. How long are you actually in your offseason house? Oh, um, three months, maybe. See, that's why baseball is so tough. It's insane. I, like, it truly blows my mind. This year, because 
they went to playoffs and like made it all the way to the World Series. I'm pretty sure it was 180 games average. Like maybe How like 179. Go to? Oh, a lot. A I lot. feel like you're at every game. I go to a lot. Do you ever stay home? Yes. If you stay home, is it because you're tired? Like, do you, yes. does he get upset? Is he like, wait, I wish no. I was here? And you're like, well, because he's also not a starter. Okay. So like, he's not a starter. So he's a utility guy. So he'll come in like not a big game. Someone gets hurt. He'll fill in. Someone has an off day. He'll, he'll fill in. Like it just really, whenever they need him. But if he's, if he's playing, I'm there. Yeah. Like if he's playing, I'm there. Especially because he's a utility guy. Yeah. But playoffs went to every single game. And we travel a lot to like away series. I go to all the games, home games, weekdays. I don't always go unless he's playing. Cause I'm like, it's a Monday night. Literally. I had a, I have a normal work day of a normal day. And then like, okay, close the computer at five. I have to get ready that second to leave at six to make it to Arlington. The game to start at seven to like get settled. You know, it's just like boom, boom, boom. So like the days are long going to home games. So with moving, like trading wise, yeah, because he has to leave essentially hours after he gets a call typically, right? Yeah. But like within less than 24 hours. Okay. So I have a question for people who are single and they don't have a significant other at home to move their stuff. How do they move? They don't have stuff. They do not have stuff. They just like, they do not have stuff. They're nomad? We, so when we were in the minor leagues, we had everything that we traveled with in my car. So like we traveled, drove everywhere in my car. Literally. There was one time when Josh got traded that it was too long of a drive that his parents flew up and drove it with me. So like, thank God. But no, they get shipped off the next day. And Josh used to always say, I would literally have a backpack in one duffel bag if it wasn't for you. I had my whole damn closet in yeah, there. Totally. I was doing like, I was starting social media. So I was starting to get like all these products sent to me. And I yeah. thought it was so cool. So I was keeping everything. Like it was just, we had stuff. You have to like really travel like Air fryer, coffee machine, like bed sets, like just stuff to like make you feel comfortable. And like he didn't mind because he was like, you're traveling with me. Like, I want you to feel as comfortable as you can because you're in like these horrible hotels, horrible hotels. That's what I thought about today when we were signing the papers for our house. I was like, God, that that Tampa hotel that got bulldozed, <laughs> that Tampa hotel that got bulldozed. And now we finally have a house like <laughs> I would literally go to bed and like there'd be critters crawling and like maids just be and, wa- maids would just be walking into the house and I'm like who are you you and are you're not living there or living you're living there living for how long we were there for probably maybe three months three and are and you guys finding these places or the league finding these places so in their minor leagues they put you up okay but they, they have control over because you you're making absolutely nothing mm-hmm. you're making nothing like and then you end up with critters crawling like minor league people literally live off of what they sign for. And if you don't sign for something, like you have got to be having help from your parents. Like, I don't know how people are. How but people as do opposed it. to what? Like, what's the difference with major league? Like they get paid for things that they're not signing for. Like, what is that? Major leagues, you've have your signing bonus. You've had minor league salary, which isn't anything. But then you start making a major league money. You make major league minimum. Okay. You can Google it. So you get that like <laughs> per game. So it's just like rent. So like you get that for the whole year. But if you go down, it's just prorated, you know? Okay. So if you're up for the whole year, you get the whole entire chunk. Wow. See, I just, I feel like I'm learning so much today. Yeah. I feel like I know a lot about football, but I don't know as much about baseball. I am still not fully confident in like how baseball works. Like (laughs) my friend, Tori, who I did like baseball life with the most, like we were like really good friends. 
Like we live with them every single year during spring training, but they got traded last year. So sad. Not knowing baseball. Like so like you feel like oh, Tori taught you a lot. I was on the phone with her the other day and she was like, yeah, we're going into pre-arb this year. I was like, what? What the heck is pre-arb? I was like, I thought it was just arbitration, arb. She's like, no, there's a pre-arb thing. I'm like, wait, I've been doing this for three years and I've never heard that term used. Like literally, I like it's just there's always something. There's always a new rule. They're always changing the rules. I'm like, I can't keep up. No, it's really a lot. And like, I'm also not an invested baseball girl. Mm-hmm. Like, I know when Josh gets a hit, I know the minimum. I know what I need to know. You know the basics. I am not the girl that's getting on Twitter every day and like what people are saying about my husband or like what are these people ranking his stats. Like, I'm just not. I'm not. Because how does that feel if someone says something bad about him? Oh my God. It makes me so sad because it's all of these people who think they're all these mucho macho mm-hmm. baseball players who probably never made it to that getting are like drafted that are literally butthurt that think that because he didn't have a great year hitting that he sucks. I'm like, you didn't make it. Like yeah. he's in the major leagues. Like that's awesome. Like that is so hard to do that. Like it's it doesn't matter if he had a bad percentage. year or not. Like the accomplishment <laughs> of it is like the beauty of it. I agree. Like, I think that all the time, especially when people are like really negative towards like Isaac Cooch online, like it, like going within teams and being traded and whatever. It's like to be in any, any league in general, to be playing a sport professionally, regardless, is such a massive feat. And then when people have so much to say, I'm like, you're you haven't even like kicked a soccer ball in three years. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. And it's also all like the behind the scenes, like, Mm -hmm eating oh my god josh eats so insanely clean and like sure he loves pizza and burgers but he literally cannot for his job these boys cannot go out on a saturday and have fun and just go to dinner with their friends and have drinks and bottles of wine like a normal 25 year old like everything revolves around their career which i feel like is what is different versus a normal career is like you get to have that separation there is no separation when you play a sport like being an athlete a pro athlete consumes your whole life it is has its legs and hands in every single aspect of your life so it's like the grind behind the scenes there's so much more that goes into it so no matter so much on the team or not like it's a lot like how long do people typically stay in the league i have no idea <laughs> like good question let me ask i don't really know i would say like average i don't know five to seven maybe because i mean it really just depends you can spend five, seven years in the minor leagues before yeah. you ever get called up. Because wow. some people- Does that often, happen? Like you can yes, stay- Wow. Yes. You can get stuck in the minor leagues. You also can get drafted out of high school. So like might spend more time in the minor leagues versus guilt, having a whole college experience of whatever sport you play and then going, you know? It really just varies. Like- it just depends on the person. All over the place. Yes. I have one more negative question about this experience before we get into the positives. So when, like, I know, like, your best friend, they got traded. Yeah, Tori. So, like, how do you deal with that? Especially just, like, moving around and making friendships in the league. Like, what do you do? It, okay. When we first started in the minor leagues, it's so easy because everyone's on the same page. Everyone's just trying to get by. Everybody's slumming it. You're all on the same level. You'll all have the same goal. So it's so easy to connect because everyone is going through the same exact thing. And then the majors, it's the same thing, but it's weird because now there's different levels. 
So like now there's veteran wives. I was a rookie. So like baby. So like freshman year in high school versus let's just say a fifth year. You know what I mean? Uh Like there is some seniority superiorness, but it's only weird if like you make it weird. So like one of like my like best friends this year, like they're like top dog on the team. Yeah. But like last year I was like, I know we would be good friends, but I was like a little intimidated just because I knew she was top dog, but she's literally, she doesn't act like that at all. Yeah. She's two years older than me. It's just a weird complex to get over at first. So last year I was so quiet and shy, not myself. That's Remember so we weird had, to think of you that way. We had a baby shower and like she had followed me on Instagram before. So we had a baby shower and like the baby shower went really fun. Like we yeah. all ended up like having lots to drink. And she came up to me after and she was like, we're not different in person than I expected <laughs> off of Instagram. I was like, what? Because like, that's like, yeah. that's horrible. Not, but she, you're like, but what do you mean? But she you're wasn't like, mean, in the it, like, mean, but like for someone on social media, when they say like you're different, you're like, oh crap. That is what? like the worst thing they could say about but you. But I knew what she was talking about because I came in all reserved because like we were babies. You know what yeah. I mean? And I was like, I'm just trying to like play the part of like being the newbie. But I got more comfortable. But the sad part is like my friend Tori, they had also gotten called up. So one, we were rookies together. So that was nice. I had like someone right by my hip to do like first major league baseball together, which thank God. And then she gets traded. So it's so hard in that aspect when it's like you're making these best friends because everyone is going through the same thing. So it's so easy to connect. But then they literally can get plucked from you like that. Literally like that. It's so did they just, just depressing. call you pretty much right after because it's about to everyone's going to find out? Yeah. Or is it so quick to everyone knows where they can even call you? So that does happen. So I, I don't know if she knows this, but I knew before, before I think she knew. Okay. Like, I think I knew before her husband had even had the chance to tell her. So oh. I was going to wait for her to call me. And it was just like, I'm telling you, like, it was like a movie scene, like telling her goodbye, like meeting in the parking lot at the field, like, and literally like driving. I was like driving away, separating. I was like, this, this is the hardest thing that we've gone through in baseball. Yeah. Because like Josh was a good friend with him and I was a good friend with her. It's so rare to get like a good couple friend too. And like to make friends like post-college, it's like, it's different because you're like, these are real. Not that your college friends aren't real, but like, yeah. It's different, you know, like you're choosing versus just like being in the same mm-hmm. arena as like these other people. Yeah. So it was it was really, really hard. It was really hard. It's just so sad. It's so sad. But I mean, to this day, we keep up, which that's also nice about baseball friends. You will keep up because yeah. like like I've said, like you spend every single second together. I was with her more than I was with my husband this year. Wow. Hands like when we were together, baseball. One thousand percent. The boys would go on the road. I'd be like, hey, Tori, you want to come over? Yeah, I'm already on the way. Like 100 yeah. percent. The boys would be on a way series and we'd be at someone's house, like apartment just mm-hmm. together. Always. Well, you also like have a very unique life experience that you're sharing. Yeah. too. So long term, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, it's like you want to hold on to somebody because if you don't like you are alone, like it's a it's a very lonely lifestyle. Very isolating. Yeah. But I will say the Rangers girls are I feel like we have, I don't know, because I've really, this is my first MLB experience. I don't see how it gets better than this. Mm -hmm. No, it seems like you guys have a great group. This year was the most fun I think I will ever have in baseball. 
Not because we won the World Series, no. but because of the group of girls. Also, how crazy is it that your first MLB experience, you win the World Series? Did you have any thought that that was going to happen? Because no. I don't feel like any of us did. I don't like, think any Rangers fan, really. No, <laughs> I, when it was happening, I was like, okay, yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, like, I, like no one saw it coming. No. I mean, everyone hoped and we were like, yeah. oh, we're good this year. Oh, we're good this year. But you don't think your first year, second year of like really being good that you're going to win it. Totally. Like, it, like, no, it was the craziest thing ever. And all the older girls were like, you're screwed that this is your first real experience because everything under this is going to be below. Like, yeah, this will be your best year. And you're starting off with that. And I'm like, yeah. But also like convenient for you for it to be a year where like you don't have kids yet and you don't have, you know, it's almost like the best case scenario in a way. It was best case scenario. You know, it ended up working out. Well. I got to do what I literally got to do whatever I want. I never totally. missed an event. I never missed drinks. I never missed. I was there for every single girl event happening. And it was so fun. And something like really important that I feel like you just don't get enough credit for is your Travis Kelsey video. And I just wanted to give credit where credit's due because you. I feel like it was stripped from you. And I, the, I'm the glad that someone is noticing that. Totally. I mean, at least keep my name in it. You vultures. Yes. If you vultures. don't know what we're talking about and you're the one who, what did you say in the video? Someone said something. It was I you, said right? something like, we love Taylor. And he turned around and was like, thanks. <laughs> or like, congrats on the win. I was like, ah! this is the early, early days of like Taylor and Travis. Early. Early. Like so, so early. This is one of the videos that really gave even confirmation to begin with. Like in the earlier days, yeah. right? And this is when like things would happen. You were shocked that they were like addressing it. And he's walking by. I'm sure everyone listening to this podcast has seen the video. He's walking by. Claire is videoing him, says that, and then he turns around. Yes. And like, this is the family parking lot. So like, this is the garage where the boys park. So like, I never video in there. Yeah. When the boys walk out, it's like, you know, because like some people might have a good game. Like, it's very hush-hush. Like, you give privacy. It's not where you are recording a video. Totally. And he walks out. And I remember I said, I was like, I don't even care at this point. I was like, I'm videoing. I don't remember who was next to me, but I was like, I don't care. I'm videoing this. Because mm -hmm. I saw like a crew walking out and I was like, I bet. And there was a van outside of the garage. I was like, I bet that those boys are about to walk out right here. Because I mean, it's the most private entrance and exit. For sure. So the second he walked out, I was like, I don't care. If I get in trouble for this as a rookie, I will gladly take my punishment. It's worth it. I'm not going to get punished. But like, literally. Did like, anyone get mad about it? No. I mean, not that I know of, but... Like, honestly, who cares? I don't think any on players weren't like coming out yet. Like it was very like game had just ended. It was just family in the parking lot, but it was a playoff game. So there was a lot of family in there. But I was like, sorry. What was it he like in person? The big guy. Yeah, well, I'm five two. So anybody's a big guy <laughs> to me. But like and like just I remember him turning around and acknowledging it, like looked me dead in the eyes. I feel like eye contact these days is not... Eye contact's huge. Like People don't do it. Dead in the eyes and just the genuine smile. I was like, mm, we're best friends. Yeah, you could like really friends. had something there. Yeah. Yeah. It was a moment. It was a moment I'll never forget. And then the next day, so I saw it on your story. And then I was thinking, because then I saw it the next morning everywhere. And I was like, wait, I could have sworn like someone that I know posted this. And then I was like, maybe it was on your close friends, but how did it get out? Yeah. And it was literally everyone. I was like, no, that's... Quite literally, Claire's video. No, one thing about me is I don't have a close friends because I would just post it for everyone yeah, to see. Totally. But two, whenever I did wake up the next morning, I did panic. Like a ball dropped in my stomach because then I was like, oh, crap. 
like this video and this place where we never really video, they kind of tell you not to video is blasted everywhere. Mm -hmm. That is the one moment where I was like, shoot. Like, yeah. is someone going to be mad at me for this? Do you have issues with like filming things with some of the wives being more private? Yeah. I mean, not issues. I just don't, I don't show their kids. I don't show like them. I feel like everyone, it took me a while to like, get warmed up. And then I started to ask people. And then it was like, Claire, you didn't video this. Like Got it. for the playoffs, all the girls were like, Claire, you took the, you took this selfie here. You have to take the selfie again. Or Claire, you took a video of us cheersing our drinks before the game. Like you have to take your video. Like everyone was like, no, 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 Claire, you have to include this in your vlogs. Like yeah, everyone were warmed up it. to it. But I was reserved about it at first. Because I mean, I don't want to step on anyone's toes. Yeah. I'm a newbie. I don't want to be like pulling out my phone video yeah. when like, you know, like yeah. kind of cringy. So I definitely warmed up to everyone. I feel like they warmed up to it. And now it's like, I know who's not going to care. And like, we're a younger team too. Like mm -hmm. the girls are, I mean, there are like, we do have like a, a still like the range, but I say the majority is younger. And I feel like I'm really good about like, no, I'm not gonna, like, I just feel. You read the feel. room. Feel, read the room. Yeah. So. I love that. You know, I'm just, I'm so happy for your first MLB. Like it's, it's seriously so crazy. No, it was absolutely insane. It's amazing. Okay. I want to talk a little bit about your girly style to end yes. off this because everyone had some style questions. So have you always like, do you think you were born with a bow in your hair? No, I was born with a bow in my hair. Like maybe two? No, it was a singular bow. Okay. But it was a bow that spanned and went over yes. the sides of my hair. I so see that. Like I just like kind of floppy. Okay, you know the TikTok where it's like, can she you knew from she a was. very early yeah. age? I just posted that video and it's my mom's favorite picture of me. I'm like four years old and I have this bow and I'm like sassy, like mean mugging and like mm -hmm. this bow is white bow. And it's like pretty white smocked dress and this bow is going over my head. Mm -hmm. And I posted, I'm like, does it make sense? Like, it makes sense. Did you see mine that I posted? Yes. See, mine is like me in a car seat. I was actually too. I was moving to Texas in a full cowgirl outfit. Boots and all. Yeah. And look at us now. Like, like literally right now. <laughs> yeah. Like literally. Yeah. You have to go through that. Like I went through that phase where I didn't touch a bow. I never thought about a bow. Totally. And then it's like you get out of college and you're like, I can literally be and do whatever I want now. So I'm like, I just brought it back one day. And then it just came back more, more, and more every day. Yeah. Started buying more, became obsessed. Like I also feel like for me, the more the older I get, the girlier I become. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like, look at my house now. I, I wear bows all the time, which is definitely your influence. Like, it's just the older I get, the more I become like how I was as a kid. Yes, and then I also become girlier. Yes, I feel like it's also like college. You want like going out outfits. Yeah, you want the all black. You want like the fitted shirt with the jeans it's like now it's like that doesn't matter anymore totally. like it just you and I feel like we wear like cute outfits during the middle of the day so it's like I want to look my cuteness during the middle of the day and if I want to dress up for dinner like that's when I'll change you know but like mm -hmm. during the day I'm I'm a girly girl all the time girly girl girly girl girly girl yeah where are you shopping these days I'm a big revolve girl I love shop bop revolve shop bop do you shop at like hill house yes Okay, I'm a girly girl, but sometimes I feel like stuff is too girly for me. So I love Hill What House do you think of Love Shack? I love, oh, duh, Love Shack. Okay, oh, duh. Sure. Yeah, wait, duh. But I feel like you have to like balance it out. Like mm -hmm. sometimes if I, I feel like if I go too girly, it's like I feel like I look like a five-year-old. So like it really just depends. I just feel like Love Shack is so much girlier than Hill House. Hill House is modest. Totally. Actually, you're so right. I think that's where I'm getting. Like that's I feel like it. when I, okay. 
I feel like when I go too girly modest, it's like, Claire, you're 25 years old. Yes. And don't get me wrong. I love Hill House. Like I work with them. I love them. But like, I feel like I like to mix it with things. Yes. Like I love to wear like the little dresses. But then like the next day, I'm probably going to be in a more like, like I'll mix it up. Mm hmm. I have a Hill House puffer that I love. I was wearing it today. Oh, yeah. I got it in black. I'm obsessed. Okay, I was thinking that when I linked it today, I was like, I'm pretty sure Claire has that. Yeah. It's the cutest puffer ever. It's the cutest puffer ever. I love it. Where do you get your bows, by the way? I get them off of Etsy a lot, but then yeah. I also just wear ribbons. Like, just order ribbons off of Amazon, snip them myself. Where do you like, organize your bows? Like, this okay, is my so issue. Okay, so they're in a pile right now. Okay, love that organization. But That's exactly they're what in, I do. Like, so I have, like, two cabinets, and it's a shelf, and things are on the shelf, but then I have, like, a foot in front of the shelf that nothing is sitting on. So I just have them like laid out there. So they're not like crumpled because I've had a bow where I've ruined because it was like crumpled and it just never, because I like velvet velvet bows mm-hmm. and it just never took a shape again. But yeah, no, it, there definitely needs to be some organization. I just have given up because we're in an apartment and like there's only so many places I can put things. <laughs> Speaking of apartment, this is the last thing we'll talk about. The house, she closed on the house hours ago as we were recording this. Today, How are you feeling? It still like doesn't feel real. Like we signed on this morning, we went over and it was just, I, I was just like, wait, th- this is literally our house. Mm-hmm. It's so weird though, because like in terms of baseball, to buy a house. In our situation where we knew that our hometown wasn't going to be our off-season home. So to finally have picked a spot and like actually planted roots and talked about like, okay, we can have a baby in this house in five years. In a long time. In a long (laughs) time. But just like to have somewhere like where you can actually settle is just so weird to us. Because we never knew when that was going to happen. Because we knew we didn't want our hometown to be our home yeah so it's just it's the craziest thing that we actually have some settledness now it's so exciting it's so exciting like i just the day that we move in i think i'm gonna lose it like i think i'm gonna lose it homeowner era is the best i mean it's a lot of work like there's a lot of things that suck about owning owning a house but it like for people like you and me just personality wise and like the things that we like it is the best thing ever like I cannot relate to people who hate owning a house like I love it even like the issues knock on wood as I'm saying this like I just like having something to take care of and like (gasps) I don't know there's always a project always always a new project and that's what me and Josh were talking about today we were like this is what our weekends are going to be now Mm -hmm. just what what project do you want to do today it's so fun I can't wait I literally cannot wait I cannot wait to make it so me Mm-hmm. I just, it's going to be so much fun. I can't wait to see it. I'm like, I love a moving vlog. Oh my God. If you were ever going to bring YouTube back, it would be right now. I know. But hey, and if I've you thought don't about to. it and I want, and like, I would love to, but I would need to hire an editing team. I, that's not me. That kills the fun for me. Yeah. That is what ruins it for me. Cause I mean, I love to talk. Yeah. And I love the video format. I just, I don't want to edit. Totally. You can no, hire It's an not editor. worth it. That's that's like probably TikTok the is like the shortcut version. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it is easy. I think it's easier. Like what I like about TikTok is that it's instant too. Instant. It's, so it's a lot easier as far as editing wise and whatever. But I love that you're able to like share in real time. Yes. And you're I feel like the connection with your to me, I feel more connected with people because it's literally what's happening. One hundred percent. Like I feel like everyone says like FaceTime. Literally. Yeah. It feels like FaceTiming, and I, but I love that part of it. I do. I mean, when I record, so like if I have multiple videos that I've recorded that I haven't posted yet, 
I have to post them in order. Yeah, I do. Too. I, I mean, they it has to be chronological. Trust That's me, the beauty of it. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm like, I, I'm not, I, it has to go in order. Totally. Yeah. Wow. This has been a great episode. Yeah. Yay. It was fun. Thank you so much for coming on, especially on a day like today. It's a big day for you. <laughs> it was a great day. So many <laughs> fun things. Where can they find you? Instagram, TikTok, Claire Coop Smith. I'm literally the same on everything. So that makes Sweet. it easy. Claire Coop Smith. Love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all so much for listening. If you love this episode, please don't forget to leave a rating and review. It really helps the show grow. If you want to follow me behind the scenes, you can find me on Instagram or YouTube at Kinsey Elizabeth or on TikTok at Kinsey the Texan. I drop new episodes every Thursday and they're also available to watch on YouTube. Thanks so much for listening and I will talk to y'all next Thursday. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.